Have you ever wondered how some people manage to get it all done in so little time? Welcome to the Transformative Daf. Today we are on page 27, Daf Chav Zion of Megillah, and we learn Rabbi Prater's secret to longevity. He was the master of speed. Welcome to the Transformative Daf. The clock in the Lambeau Field Stadium in Green Bay, Wisconsin, is always 15 minutes ahead of schedule. It faces Lombardi Avenue, named for the famous football coach who led the Green Bay Packers to victory in the early 1960s. Vince Lombardi insisted that the players be at every practice at least 15 minutes early. If they arrived 14 minutes early, they were sent home. Before long, Lombardi time became the gold standard for sports and business coaches alike. Says the Gemara. Rabbi Prado was once asked by his disciples, In the merit of which virtue were you blessed with longevity, Rebbe? He said to them, In all my days, no person ever arrived before me to the study hall. And I never led benching in the presence of a Kohen. And I never ate from an animal whose gifts were not elevated. Let's analyze the Gemara. Should a person strive to be the first to do a mitzvah? Rabbi Prado teaches that it all depends on the nature of the mitzvah. Sometimes... You should run to be the first. Other times, call for humility and the acknowledgement that you need to wait your turn. Being the first to shul or the base medrash every morning is undoubtedly admirable. But always running to be the first to the armor to lead the services, not so much. When it comes to a mitzvah that many people can participate in equally, then it makes sense to do your very best to lead the way and demonstrate your passion to being the first off the mark. But for those mitzvahs that only allow space for one individual, it's always preferable to see whom else might deserve or need the honor more than you. What's the meaning of Rabbi Prater's third merit? Literally, he's referring to the parts of the animal that are designated as priestly gifts. He would always confirm those gifts were separated prior to partaking of the meat placed before him. But on a deeper level... Perhaps Rabbi Prater was suggesting that he was in control of his tray of swiftness throughout his life. Lest we attribute his daily alacrity to a natural impulsiveness, he tells us that he would sit down to a meal and think about the meat in front of him. What was its purpose? What was his purpose in consuming it? And he would elevate his heavenly gifts. The kashras of the food we ingest is only the first level of its sanctification. The second level entails making the right brachas before and after the food. The third and ultimate level means consuming the food for the right reasons. If we eat in the pursuit of our physical desire for pleasure or just to satisfy our hunger, we limit the potential of the food. When we eat, though, to gain strength to serve heaven, the food attains its ultimate level of perfection. Rabbi Prater's consumption accomplished the highest level of sanctification possible for the piece of meat he was served. The only way to ensure that that's the case is to stop and think before consuming any item of this world. So what was the secret of Rabbi Prater's longevity? It was his mastery over speed. Number one, he was always the first to arrive in shul or the first to raise his hand to do a mitzvah. Number two, in his haste, he would never try to beat someone else to a position where someone else might have felt slighted. And number three, his alacrity didn't imply impetuousness. He was quick, but thoughtful, eager, but circumspect. You see, nobody ever plans to arrive late, but unexpected things happen. 
You might encounter traffic jams along the way, or someone might stop you to chat, or just as you're leaving, your child suddenly asks you to pour some cereal for them. And before you know it, all your plans to get to shore right on time have culminated in your late entry once again. Meanwhile, the Rabbi Prater type, who lives 20 minutes away, always manages to be wearing his talisman tefillin before the minion has even arrived. While business and sports coaches have come up with the Vince Lombardi time, in our tradition, we've always had the concept. It's just called Rabbi Prater time. If you want to master the attribute of Zrizus alacrity, you need to live on Prater time. If you plan to arrive exactly on time, you're setting yourself up for failure. Or at the very least, you're creating unnecessary stress and anxiety in your life. Because inevitably, something will come up along the way that will stall you and delay your arrival. When you plan to be there on Rabbi Prater time, what's the worst thing that can happen? You arrive a few minutes early and have to learn a little extra transformative daf while you're waiting for chakras to begin? Life is full of traffic jams. But when you operate on Prater time, catching an extra red light or two doesn't phase you. You'll still be the first one in shul. May you always strive for alacrity, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Daf Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Daf Yomi global movement, there's something in the transformative Daf for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Daf with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe. To achieving a life of simcha and purpose, transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.